Hello. Welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Episode 311. Roland returns. Oh, hang on a second. My glasses uh, <gasps> got a massive uh, crack in it. It has um, got a chip in its shoulder. I'm pretty sure I just got a splinter out of oh. my skin as well. Uh, I'm just going to go and change glass. You talk. <laughs> I'm not going to talk. I'm going to drink beer. Well, I'm going to plug in Glenn some beer and myself some beer. And if Gary's lucky, there might be some left when he gets back. <laughs> uh, this week, I'm very upset. This, this week we have... That is crisp and clear. Oh, we have the perfect beer for the weather, I would say, which is very sunny currently. Oh, um, and it's from Yorkshire, which... What? What's that? I'm from Yorkshire. Yeah. Oh, you see? I'm back. You say it out loud, you summon him. Yeah, it's like Beetlejuice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Roosters, a Yorkshire brewery. Oh, man. And one of the first, probably the first of the, the craft... Brewers, really, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, going back, I mean, one of the one that is often cited by other brewers as a kind of inspiration uh, in the UK. Somebody kind of using big American hops and trying to do something. So I think different I think the, and new. The best thing oh, I can say about good. <laughs> I can say about roosters is whenever you're talking to someone about beer and you mention roosters, they normally give that approving. Oh yeah. Yeah. Solid, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I've never met anyone who turned around and gone, "Oh no, I don't like them." Yeah, yeah. it was like one sip, and I'm like, yeah, so we can see why roosters are so good. I mean, out, out, as it was pouring, it's crisp and clear, sweet smelling on the nose, and no, it's, the juiciness on that that smell oh, is stunning. Really, is yeah. I mean, they're they're one of those breweries that they for the most part they. They go under the radar because they don't really court much in the way of publicity, do they? They just get they, on with the job and let their beers do the talking. And, and they like don't that. actually kind of do much for like changing it up. Um, they've got uh, you know the beers that I tend to drink from them are probably the same beers I drank from when I first discovered them. They're still tasting great, mm. you know. There's not they're not kind of ones for all oh, big seasonal new triple IPA New England style kind of thing like, but. Probably Babyface Assassin, which is uh, a step up from this into an IPA territory, is still one of my amazing beer. It is a beer I will order consistently when I see it. Cause I've, it's always, just... I've always wondered about that with Babyface Assassin. Like, is someone in that brewery a Manchester United fan? Because <laughs> that was Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's nickname when he was a player. Uh, and, you know. It certainly always lived up to its title of um, one that snuck up on you without you realising what you were expecting. And went, oh, how strong is that? Oh, look at that one very quickly. I thought you, I thought you were going to say <laughs> snuck up at the last minute and made some Germans cry. Uh, <laughs> football references. Uh, yeah. Um, so this is Fort Smith, though, this week, which is 5% American Pale Ale. Named after the time in which Rooster Cogburn lived. Apparently, yeah. Uh, Amarillo, Chinook, Citra, and Rooster, Crystal. Rooster, Rooster Cogburn. Look at that character that John Wayne played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and the dude. Yeah. In the remake with the Coen Brothers. It was. Um, so this is uh, Amarillo, Chinook, Citra. Probably three of the very very well known American hops, and also Crystal, which is another American hop, but not so well known. Um, not to be confused with the other crystal. Not to say any of the other crystals. What, meth? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the same wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> Food parry suggestion, burger and fries. I can go there. Yeah, um, I chuckled when I read that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, see, very that, as well. I could go with burger and fries right now. Yeah, that's very, that's very down to earth as well. No, you know, we're not going to come up with some... Uh, you, know, you, can, you can always tell they're a Yorkshire, a Yorkshire brewery, I think. There's that kind of... No BS. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very understated sense of humour to it, but there is that little sense of humour. And pale, sessionable, like their beers, even oh, yeah, like yeah, you're dangerous talk, you're talk, easy. You're talking about the beer again now, I thought you were talking about Yorkshire beer. Also <laughs> pale, yes. Even this time of year. Several times we've come around to a comedy analogy. I thought a, little, a few minutes ago, when you were talking about it's a sort of low-flying... Uh, brewery and it doesn't really much like a rooster yeah it, it, is, it isn't hugely out there but it's massively popular and you can compare that to the comedy show it's always sunny in philadelphia 13 seasons and it's not exploded into the mainstream yet it's one of the best comedies i've ever seen and to go 13 seasons on us tv uh, with flying under the radars you're doing somewhere right because yeah. if, if they do 14 They'll be the longest running single cam comedy ever. Mm. Wow. Impressive. Mm. So that was a good analogy. If you that get was it. Good, good if yeah. you get it. Brand. Let's talk brand friend. I really like Rooster's branding. It's very understated, but I always spot them on the shelf. And having spent some time drinking their beers, I always go and look when I spot them on the shelf. Mm. I must admit, whenever I see them, I'm just uh, I'm immediately like, "Ooh, roosters! I'll have some of that." Uh, so you go around the aisles looking for cock. <laughs> I do, and I know what I like. <laughs> they are. Let's just leave that hanging in the air for a minute or two. Uh... <laughs> and they've been canning for a good while now. They were very early on into yeah, the canning. They, were, they did jump on that. In fact, I don't think I've ever had their beer. Uh, from a sh- from a bottle shop in anything but cans. Yeah, I've had it. I remember having it on keg it on, or cask. Yeah, I've had it on keg and gas, but and, but I've never I've never had it uh, in bottles. On a totally incidental note, one of their beer actually a cask of their their baby faced assassin was one of the things that really made me realise how much of a gamble cask is because it was horrible. Um, somebody had taken what I consider one of the finest beers around. And not looked after it, and it was in a terrible state. It was literally undrinkable because of what they'd done to it. Um, which shows you how much looking after your cask is vitally important in terms of quality. I had a very similar experience in my in my youth. So one of my first gateway beers was uh, Timothy Taylor's Landlord. Yeah, and classic. The thing is, every single pub, pretty much, in uh, my hometown, sold Timothy Taylor's. So. You had to, if you wanted to sell it, you had to do a good job taking care of it. Uh, and most of the pubs did. Um, and I was very much used to, you know, a well taken care of uh, casket of the tailors. But I went in one particular pub, and it was more of a sports bar kind of place. Mm. And uh, they didn't have anything else on that I wanted to drink. But I thought, oh, you've got two of the tailors on hand, I'll have a, I'll have a two of the tailors. It was vile. It was undrinkable. It mm. was. It was terrible. Like, I don't know what they'd done to it, but they'd taken one of the most consistent beers uh, around and 
made it into undrinkable filth. Mm. And it's just not just poor cellar management. Yeah, it's, it is. I think there's a lot to be said for having those experiences because it makes you realise just how much a brewery has to put their trust in their brand and in their beer into the hands of somebody who's just a customer. Like lots of them aren't, they aren't selling to people they know really well or they've got long relationships with necessarily. They're just someone at the door with some cash and it's going to go out there and people like us are going to drink it. And I, okay, these days I might have a bit of a moment of, do I know the, is the pub looking after it? But I think I'd be hard pushed to, to always tell you whether it's the pub or the beer. Mm. When there's well, that's the thing. Unless, unless, it, unless, unless I know the pub and I know I can trust them. Well, unless you know the beer. Yeah, if you know the, the if you know again, if you know the beer, you know how it should taste when it's yeah. taken care of. So, mm. it's always it's like I say it's a, it's a huge risk. It's one of those things for like, I understand where camera uh, were coming from with their uh, their original ideas, um, mm. but there's got to be more done if you're going to push cask as the be all and end all and refuse to to, to well, it's punch, got to be... you, you've got to, there's got to be more done on their part to make sure people that are serving cask beer are doing it justice well i think it's about it's, it's about rather than being anti-keg which is kind of where we're at the moment yeah it needs to be pro-cask and if you're pro-cask like you should genuinely believe not that other other beer is bad but the cask beer is really good and you should be pushing the limits of what it can be, of wanting to be better, of saying, look, go here, they do an amazing job with it, just taste how good it can taste. Because I personally, like, when I've had really good cask, I love it. That I'm, I really love going and having a beer that's been really well looked after. I genuinely think it's, it's delicious. And it's, it's, I consistently do choose them as a starting point, particularly over, over the keg ones. Um, if it's really well looked after, yeah. I think it's it's like it's it's a negativity that you've got to, you've got to get rid of the opposition. No, you, the opposition's going there. The keg's there, and it's good. Keg and bottle are both really good ways of drinking beer. Like if you believe cask is better, like go on, show us, prove it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I, mean, I think the problem is, it's I think it's not possible for them as they currently stand to ensure that everyone that is a camera pub is actually abiding by what they believe in. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's, it is like saying, is it cask or not, is very quantifiable. Like, it's really easy to tell when you walk into a pub whether or not they've got cask on. Mm. Knowing whether it's good cask or not, that's a lot trickier. You can't just wander in and check it. You know, you need to have somebody who knows what they're doing to go and actually inspect the cellar and check stuff and... Mm. And find out whether or not it's actually up yeah. to spec. And there've been there've been attempts, haven't they, to do similar kind of things like the the cask mark thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I've been in pubs that have got the cask mark, and like, it might have been serving good cask at some point, but you don't know. Does that? Well, your training that, might have been up to spec, but yeah. that doesn't mean they're doing a good job with it. Yeah. Does that mean? But it's not even necessarily, you know, the person that's running the pub now that's yeah. got that, like, you know, because well, you know, the, the nature of the pub trade. You know, a lot of pubs turn over managers and different landlords on a fairly regular basis, so yeah. you've no idea if that's that's still relevant. Because uh, I've never, I've uh, you know, I've been in pubs that have got the cask mark, and you know, the pubs I know fairly well and had really inconsistent beer. And it's just like, but no one's coming and taking that away from them. Going, oh well, actually, you're not 
you're not yeah. you know, registered to to have this. You know, there's no insurance. You think these days with technology and stuff moving on, it's easier to do now, easier to manage that stuff now than it ever was. In the old days, like doing that, but you'd think these days, if you've got something like that, you could, you'd have an app for it, you'd say, right, okay, you can see who's currently delivering a really high standard in your area any moment right now. And if you're not happy, if you go in there and it isn't, Bring it on here and we'll send someone around to have a look at it and check in the next six months. Of course, the danger with that, though, is, is the system that's open to abuse. It is. But so, to so be honest, if you're, if you're doing a good job, like, okay, so I tend to drink, oh, I don't tend to drink out that often. If, if, but if I go to the hop, which is very close to me, I'm a big fan of the hop in, they do a great job with their cask. If they had somebody say, oh, you're not doing a great job, an inspector comes around, an inspector's going to have a pint and feel very happy and wander off again, and they're not going to be worried about it. They're just going to have somebody come in, drink some of their beer and go away again. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, it's more that, you know, people are... If someone's got a, a particular bias towards a pub or, you know, it's a, yeah. a business rival or something like that, you know, you could have them constantly abusing the system and reporting them and turning around. It's much like you see with... Uh, you see similar things with the restaurant trade with, like, Yelp and stuff like oh, that. I was going to say, like, Yeah, but that kind of, like, is public. That's, that's the thing, like, I'd say... But it, you soon start, you'll soon start to see the pattern. Mm. And you'll soon start to recognise the trolls. But in the meantime, it is that that danger of it damaging okay. the reputation. So I, I wouldn't necessarily want it to, like as a thing where publicly you could you could bash a, a thing. But like if you've got a, bo- a body like that that is meant to oh, you know, suppose, doing it, I suppose maybe just it's one have, of those have an option to say, yeah, we think you should tend to have another look at this yeah. place. Well, maybe you know if you are a car carrying cameraman, but you know you have the opportunity to you know, you visit yeah. one of their pubs, and it's just like well, it wasn't really up to. Up to scratch. I didn't find they do like there's all there most of the regional branches do things like pubs of the pub of the year and stuff mm. and you'd hope that stuff re- reinforces good good salamanship but I don't know again maybe it's a long history isn't it maybe they're better now than they used to be but I've in my history been into places that have got signs from being best pub of the year last you know a year or two ago and gone and gone oh I wish I hadn't gone in there yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm. I'm it might be the best around here, but they ain't that. Yeah, check it, check the dates that awards go up to. <laughs> well, the other thing is sometimes sometimes you set a low bar. You know, there are certain parts of the country. If you go, I'm the best pub in the village. You go, you're right, and you I still don't want to drink any of your beer. You're the only pub in the village. Yeah, mm. you're right. You've got your one cask, and everyone else is on the the fizzy. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, I mean. That's anyway, back to our topic yeah, of roosters. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I think it's it's, it's a, a, a at least a a related tangent, isn't it? Mm, yeah. yeah. Not too but, bad. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, we should probably uh, score. Start coming. We to should. Wait, so let me extract a scoring device. Ah, uh, yes, of course. The the, the ring pulls. They just don't have the same. Uh, yeah. Same appeal as a bottle top, do they? Uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm obviously going to be biased because really, know, yeah. Uh, but honestly I'll try and be as objective as I can um, it's a solid beer Brewsters consistently deliver solid beers um, I'm sure most people listening will have positive experiences of trying this stuff uh, if you haven't go out there find it get some you'll enjoy it trust me um, yeah, there's a lot more I can say uh, no I thoroughly enjoyed mine. Um, this for me is a really nice beer for a day like this, which is very sunny. It is pale, 
it isn't overly sweet and heavy. It's got proper bitterness to it. Um, this is, as I remember it tasting, probably four or five years ago or something before the, the way with the new stuff. There's hops there, but there's a level of bitterness and resin and citrusness to it as well that I really like. Um, very refreshing, very enjoyable. Roosters, as you've already said, I think are very consistent and very good and uh, well worth looking out for other stuff from them. Uh, I'm going to go eight and a half. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit circumstance, but uh, when that thing opened and poured, the sight and smell and the first taste, it was like someone with a lot of charisma arriving at a dead party. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Just, yeah. And yeah. everything turned around. Nine. Excellent. <laughs> I will say I totally agree that the smell on that as well particularly was awesome really good um, yeah we haven't got anything to drink we've been talking too much we've drank <laughs> yeah, it already it's been gone for a while yeah, yeah. let's just shut up <laughs> yeah we're done <laughs>